Vamp is a member of Dead Cell. Born in Romania, his specialty is knives. But I guess you know that by now. When he was just a kid, he lost his family to a terrorist bomb that went off in a church they were attending. His body pierced by a crucifix, Vamp was buried under the rubble for two days before he was finally rescued. During those two days, he survived by feeding on the blood of his family to quench his thirst. That was how he acquired a taste for blood. So that's why they call him Vamp. No, Vamp isn't for vampire, it's because he's bisexual. This is the friendly neighborhood Eli. Oh fuck! I forgot a uh, <laughs> nickname. I'm the dude. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, so we're back with another episode. We pulled double duty today. We pulled in overtime today. Le- uh, oh yeah, Eli. I feel like you. Do you because, feel like me? <laughs> because you were always cranking out these podcasts left and right, left and right. I'm like, I don't have the energy for all that shit. <laughs> Why well, don't do them on the same day? <laughs> I, I figured you did. You was like, okay, four o'clock, I got Geek Sal. Five o'clock, I got oh, that no. shit with Leroy. Six o'clock, I'm gonna do some movie reviews. <laughs> I was like, fuck, man. No, the, the, maybe this, a, this does maybe feel a trailer little... reaction. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you could fit yeah. me into your schedule, Eli. Yeah, we are not the uh, the the weekly planet. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So let's talk about what we did, what our day was about. Today, uh, we celebrated our brothers at uh, Comic Cast 150th episode. Mm-hmm. And so we decided to come on that. It was a live video podcast. So if you want to know what we look like, uh, see our beautiful faces, you can go yeah. over there to the YouTube video and see each other. And we actually saw each other for the first time. We looked in each other's eyes. For the exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Slow motion and everything. So like, yeah. cool. <laughs> Dream Weaver was playing in the <laughs> <laughs> So it's pretty cool. Hey, we met, we met Gomer for well, I met Gomer the first time. I don't know if you have, but yeah, we got a chance to talk to Gomer and yeah. Bentley. First time I guess I, I I mean I've seen his face before, but mm-hmm. I've never like inter and he's been on we recorded pods with him. Well we, we yeah, the first time I guess before. interacted with them face to face, I guess. I guess yeah. Same way, we, we you know we we met eye, we locked eyes. Today. Yeah, and, and that's the weird part about the digital era we in now, Eli. Because I felt like we we went somewhere to like somebody else's house and hung out there for a while, maybe like played you know cars or something like that, and then came back home. But we didn't go anywhere. No, we didn't. Yeah, I, I've been at home the whole day, <laughs> <laughs> but it feels like we went somewhere. So, so yeah, uh, pretty cool with that. Uh, not just that, I'm gonna just plug some of the other folks on there. We um, uh, like I said, it was us the comic book bullies. We were on there with Comic Cast. We were on there with Comics Explained. Also with This Geese and Comics and Yule. Like, yeah. You can't give a. You're kind of fucking up the theme. He owns a comic store, store, though. Is he on a comic store? Okay, so maybe yeah. that's what it was. I'm just like, why you keep calling him Yule? Give him, some, give him a name, man. <laughs> yeah, Comic Explained. Give him a, a mystique. I can't, well, I, I, can't, I can't remember the name of a store, but it's in Berkeley, California. Oh, yeah. Ber- okay. He was, he was like working. Like, he was in his comic shop. 
while we were recording. You think they would like hype that up a little bit more, but I guess not. But okay. <laughs> but yeah, he he seemed like a cool people. Uh, Comic Cast apparently recruited a new guy on the episode while we were there. Comics Mix Explain is going to be on there, so he's going to add a whole new. That felt a little awkward. I, I felt a, that kind of felt. <laughs> Why, it was like a job interview? Well, <laughs> you thought you were going to get fact... the job, Eli? Were you gonna no, leave me or no, the fact that they were they, all this drama happened and they had to get rid of one of their guys. And, and we and didn't then... know. Like, and we, <laughs> we were talking about them. Like, where we, it's, it's like when you had that phone yeah. with a family member and other people like, where, where's such and such? Oh, we don't talk about that. That's a sore subject. Because yeah. you know? okay, yeah, I specifically yeah. came on to show to get in the A.K.A. Davis ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I wanted to hear him. I wanted him to, like, to talk like, you know, like, Mr. T the whole thing, because he does those voices. Oh, yeah, he does that. Uh, well, it's another voice he does on there. Oh, Rick and Morty. I think he does the Rick and Morty one. Rick and Morty, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> I was expecting that. And then he goes there. He's not even there. I'm like, oh, man. You know, then they had this whole, you know, sob story and this, this whole, uh, like, reality show drama they have going over yeah, there. Yeah, man. Like, Sweet Valley hell? High and shit. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, y- y- y'all Riverdale over here? <laughs> yeah, man. We're just trying to have a good time. Y'all actually had like high Find out what happens when <laughs> people stop being polite and people <laughs> start, start getting, getting real. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, we walked in on the wrong moment. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll yeah. come back later. <laughs> so, but yeah, you, uh, the link is on our website. I mean, it's on our fan page. It's on their fan page also. They're probably going to have the audio up uh, tomorrow. So anybody listening to this podcast, listen to them. Then come back and listen to us, because that way you can get all of us, 100%. You know? <laughs> yeah. Knock on wood, Eli. Hopefully we don't get any drama like that. Oh, I guess yeah. as long as I don't play any more Will Smith songs at the end of the podcast, but I guess we'll be okay. <laughs> as long as they're at the end. Yeah, as long as they're at the end. I, I, I would think maybe I could just slip this one past him. He wouldn't recognize it. <laughs> oh, hey, you know what? I'll, I'll give you all one. It kept it. It came on my Facebook feed. Somebody posted some shit, some scene from The Fresh Prince. Yeah. Or about his dad or something. They come in and want me, man. Oh, yeah, yeah I, was, yeah, I was like, oh, shit. Okay, yeah. I'll, that, 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 that was moving. I got to admit, I was moving. <laughs> <laughs> he moved with one notch in my belt. <laughs> He's at notch one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, what else were we talking about? Oh, yeah, I guess we can keep on going. Uh, Eli, right before we were about to record, something that came on the news that was actually pretty interesting that I actually want to talk about. Okay. Oh yeah. So, like I said, this is June. This is this is Pride Month, you know, and people have like, been really, really pushing the uh, the envelope of Pride Month. Oh, I want to tell all the the companies out there that you can finally change your logo back from rainbow back to what it was before, because tomorrow's July first. So, you know, oh, outright geekery, you know. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, but we got um, there was an artist that was a music artist that came out gay today. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, and it's weird because it's it's weird because okay, it's that that guy Lil Nas X, you know the old time road guy. Won't take my yeah. horse it's funny because he's not only the the number one charted rapper out right now, he's also the number one country singer out right now. So he's top on two charts right now, and he's in two genres that are extremely homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like. Okay, I guess you picked a good time to come out. So like, and, and that's what I started wondering. I was like, okay, like I said, I've never heard of a gay country singer uh, except for that one girl that made this song. Not I kissed a girl and I liked it. Oh, I got a girl crush. You ever heard that song? No. Am I the only person listening to country music? 
On here, yeah. Okay, I, so <laughs> so you got that person, but then on and the rap side of it, like there's never been an openly gay rapper. Like there's been a few rappers that you look at and you be like, come on, come on, man, we, we, we get it, we we know you. Just go ahead and say it. But he's the first one to actually just come out and just say it. So let me ask you, Eli, in, in in your realm, since you had this, you know, this this big, you know, bromance with Comics Misplaying today, you know, with death metal. Okay. Has there ever been an openly gay death metal person? Um, there's been metal guys that have come in de- in the death metal realm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's a good question. I don't know about like in the specific genres. There's been other genres because metal is full of little sub little subgroups subcultures. Okay. Um, I know grindcore. There's a lot of yeah, grindcore is a very, is very liberal. I can see that, but I don't know. Um, but there has been guys in metal that have come out. Like most notably would be Judas Priest, Rob Halford. Yeah, that's right. You guys talked about that on, on Comic Cast today. Yeah. Okay. And but I remember at the time, this was like back in the '90s. This was a huge deal because yeah, I mean, especially back in the '90s, you know, it, it wasn't like it was today. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's a lot more. I mean, I'm not say that they. You know they're not getting; they're still not getting persecuted. But it, it was a lot less liberal back then about you know the gay, the being gay, you know, and being open and gay. It was a lot less accepted, acceptable. But and of course metal. I mean, he was a sex symbol in metal. You know, chicks wanted. To, wait, you got sex symbol metal guys? No, I mean chicks wanted to fuck Rob Halford. Okay. I mean they had the hot rod for Rob Halford. So when he came out, it was a big deal. It was quite shocking. But for me, I was like, wow, that makes a lot of sense now. Because he was always... <laughs> now you put the dots together, okay. Because he, 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 he was one of the first ones that came out with the leather and the studs and the spikes and shit, which became like a thing in metal with the leathers and spike. Mm-hmm. That he was like one of the first ones to do that. And then I, I started thinking about, oh, that's like a that's like a gay scene. The leather and the those biker gay guys, you know, with the... Yeah. The leather and the the motor the biker you know th- that biker I don't know what it's called you know but but he <laughs> he was embodying that and I was like wow that makes so much sense now it's kind you of know? like in the eighties where we got a lot of our fashion from gay guys that didn't know they were gay like boy George nobody realized he was gay George <laughs> Michael nobody realized oh, yeah. he was gay you know and then when he comes out guy. like oh yeah that yeah I I can see that you know <laughs> <laughs> like why yeah. did I put that together that I should have realized at the beginning with but yeah that's the whole thing so. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, good for them. Like I said, Pride Month is over as of thirty minutes ago. I guess I don't. Know, I, I don't have a clock. I guess right now. I'm just kind of, this kind of time zone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess in this time zone, so it's over. Okay. Anyway, moving on past that, some other stuff I want to talk about real quick because before we get into it, uh, Eli NASA uh, is not shut down. Apparently, they are spending money left and right and billions and millions of dollars to go to Titan. Why of all the and for those that don't know who Titan is, well, I don't know why you don't. Uh, and it may sound familiar. Titan is one of the moons that surrounds Saturn, and of course, in Marvel Comics, the moon that surrounds Saturn, which is called Titan, is the birthplace of Thanos. So I guess this space force is real. They, so that is the same. It's the same thing. Oh yeah, it was the moon in 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 Saturn. It was oh. the same thing. Now maybe the Marvel. Okay, now, I, maybe I wasn't the MCU, sure that. Maybe the MCU changed it. And maybe they actually yeah. made it a real planet, but in the comics, because I didn't—that's how I found out what Titan was. Because I was reading, okay. you know, Jim Starlin, Infinity Gauntlet, and stuff like that. 
And then the next day, the teacher was like, now we're going to study Saturn. And we got this and this and Titan. They're like, hey, I know what that is, you know. But back then, you know, you get your ass pulled if you knew what, you know, what Thanos or the Avengers was, you know. So, uh, but yeah, it's weird that out of all the places we're going to Titan, like you could go to anywhere else. Yeah. So. Like I was thinking, I was just saying that like Jupiter's closer and they got like nine fucking moons and shit. Right. But I guess all of them are dead. But uh, did they say they found life on on Titan, or some some kind of? Eventually, beyond there's chemicals that would the, the chemistry. If you add like a if you add or something like that. That's what. Okay, you broke up just for a second. Oh, no, there's no life there. Okay, you broke up just oh. for a second, but I, I I got the gist of what you were saying. There's no there's no life in on Saturn, so. But I guess we can do something to. It's like a chemical. Shit. Okay, I guess chemical shit like that. So what we can do, I guess I don't know. Space Force, if they find some aliens down there, they send Space Force over there. They kill a bunch of planes. We we take over Titan, and we get the Infinity Gauntlet. I guess I don't know. I guess. Uh. Last thing we got before we go Stones. on to it. Yeah, but last thing we got before we go on to it, we got the Olympics. And, Eli, we actually okay. have a chance to enter the, the Olympics. Oh, yeah. That's... Yeah, because they actually added breakdancing to the Olympics. So, I know you have some moves, Eli. I know you got some moves. <laughs> and, and I got, uh, yeah. <laughs> what do I got? Uh, the last one I seen was you got served. I still remember some moves from you got served. I guess I can pull those out and practice those, stuff like that. I don't think I can do my old '80s Michael Jackson moves. I used to remember. They probably. I, I I could do. I, I, when I, I was a lot skinnier back then, but I could pop and lock okay. I wasn't bad. I what, wasn't what great. What song did you pop and lock to? Was it Planet Rock? I know it's Planet uh, Rock. The, Planet. Jam on it, Nucleus. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I knew Electric Breakdance. <laughs> Electric Breakdance record. Okay, because anytime Planet Rock comes on, I have to start popping just for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> That's another one. Yeah. Okay, but when is the Olympics? It says twenty twenty, right? So we got we got six more months. No, we got a year. We got a year to get our moves yeah. down. The end of the Olympics. So all right, I'm gonna practice Planet Rock, and, and you practice your moves. Uh, <laughs> can we actually move to the podcast now? Yeah, we fucked off long enough. <laughs> <laughs> now, like I said, we're gonna talk about. And right now, this week is gonna be kind of boring as far as the movies right now. But next week is gonna be something special. But until now, we're just gonna keep going with it. So Eli, what is the number one movie of the week? Is it Toy Story? It was Toy Story 4. Yep. It was. Okay. And they ran away with it again. I'll be honest, I want to say one thing about Toy Story. I didn't see Toy Story 4 because Toy Story 3 fucked me up. Oh, really? That, have you ever seen Toy Story 3? I've seen them all, except the new one. My except kid loves okay, it. The ending of Toy Story 3 fucked me up. I was like, I can't I can't take this too much. This is, this is too emotional <laughs> for me. When they're in the dumpster, or when they're, they're in the dumpster, you... man, and they're trying to crawl out, and then and then they just like said fuck it, and they start holding hands. I was like, I, I can't take it. It's too much. <laughs> <laughs> I was, so I'm like, I can't go through another Toy Story movie. I'm I'm done with these movies. So uh, number two, we have Annabelle comes home. How many of these movies okay. have they made? This would be the third Annabelle movie, but the fifth one she appears in. Okay, because they got this Annabelle cinematic universe. Going yeah. Or whatever. Okay, that is that is awesome. 
Uh, number three, we have Yesterday, that movie where the guy wakes up and he's the only guy that knows Beatles songs, so he turn around and make Beatles music and pretend like it's his own. So, yeah. Uh, number four, we have Aladdin. Uh, I know, I know, we banned Will Smith, but Will Smith came on Instagram Did you see saying, it? "Nah, why would I see that?" Because Will Smith's in. <laughs> it almost made me see it, but it's like it's another one of those live action. I didn't even like the Aladdin cartoon. I'm like, this, it's whatever, you know. Uh, but he said it's his it's his highest grossing movie of all time. So I'm like, pretty cool. Okay. Really? No shit. Yeah, I thought Suicide Squad was. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Uh, number five, The Secret Life of Pets 2. Uh, number six, Men in Black International. No one gives a fuck. Ooh, number seven, Avengers Endgame. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, last, so, so it got a push, huh? It got a push. You know, last week it was like number 13 or something like that, so it got a push. Yeah. Matter of fact, let me, let me post some numbers. I'm sure it didn't make, break it separate. yet. Yeah. Because we would have heard about it by now. Oh, yeah, it'd be, it'd be everywhere. Almost there. I have some reason can't find him. Let me see. I almost, I almost thought about seeing it. Uh, oh, it's day. close. It's less Friday. than 20 million away. Okay, yeah. I might see it this week because I want to see it one more time before it leaves theaters. I mean, the way they're saying, the way it's going, they're saying it probably won't make it. Oh. Yeah, it's like it's going to be like right there. It might get with like 10 million. Because they, they got to push it outside the theater. They got too many other movies coming. They got Lion King coming. And Spider-Man. And Spider-Man. And Vin Diesel. Not Vin Diesel. Rock. One of them. And they, they oh, the, movies. the fucking Hobbs and Calvin or whatever the fuck? Yeah, I don't know why I thought you were going to say Hobgoblin or something like that. Yeah, that movie. <laughs> <laughs> so they got to make room for all these other movies. They can't just leave Avengers Endgame just stuck in the theaters since it's been there since, what, April? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's time. It's been there long enough. You, you had this, ain't the eight, this ain't the 80s anymore. Right, just leave <laughs> movies in there forever. You had a good run, but yeah, it's time to go. Yeah. Uh, what else? Let's... Okay, what else we got? We got uh, Child's Play. Oh, okay. I saw, you, I saw it. You, what, I'm going to let you come back to it. I'm going to finish off the list and we're going to come back to it. Uh, we got Child's Play. We got Rocket Man. That's what I'm like saying that shit. Uh, and number 10, John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. And thank you, Eli, last week for telling us what Parabellum means. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. What so, is it again? I forget what it is. Uh, uh, I keep forgetting. I don't know. A pancake or something? I don't know. Oh, it's a gun. That's right. Oh, close. <laughs> it's a gun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, yeah, you you saw Child's Play. I'm curious to see what you had to say about, about it. Oh, it was I. It was just I. So it wasn't the worst thing ever? It wasn't that bad. I mean, I like the concept. Yes, there's the the technology concept, the the fact that it it's not this supernatural ghost story like the the ghost of a serial killer possessing this voodoo doll and all that shit. That's not there, which I'm fine with. No, it basically it, it's about it's basically Skynet in a Chucky doll. You know, they're all linked, all these dolls, this toy line is all like a gigapet or whatever. You know what I mean? It's all hooked into the internet. And basically it starts, you know, um, the safety measures are taken off and it starts basically learning learning how to, you know, self, self-aware self or whatever. You know. Okay, so it's not voodoo or supernatural or anything like that? No. Okay. Um, there was some okay, 
you know, kill scenes and stuff. Audrey Plaza. Hey, I, I, I don't ever mind looking at her. You know, I mean, honestly, I didn't know she was in the movie when I heard that she was in the movie. That made me like, oh, maybe, maybe I should go see yeah. this. No. Yeah, she. You know, um, there was some really funny, like, funny, gory scenes. It's, it's, it's very campy. You know, which is what the child's play movies always were. You know, but the ending could have been so much cooler. Like, I like the direction they were going, and. What I thought was going to happen didn't happen. I was like, that would have been so cool if that happened. And I was like, oh, man. You know, because the doll starts, you know, do you want me to get into spoilers? Yeah, I'll give a fuck. Okay. So spoilers, you know, it's, yeah, the doll is hooked into the internet, and it starts taking over other devices that are hooked into this this network. So he starts taking over drones. He starts taking over self-driving cars, you know. (laughs) Oh wow! Okay. And at the end of the movie, there's this big toy open. There's this big midnight launch at a toy store where they're launching the new version of these Chucky dolls, these new Buddy dolls or whatever. Oh, and wow. um, he goes there, and I thought, okay, it would be really cool if he took over all these dolls and it turned into like Gremlins. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where all the dolls came to life. And all the kids, it could have been like the Goonies versus Gremlins. It locked down. He like locked down the store and shit, and started you know using he he used drones to like kill people. Mm-hmm. But I say it would have been a lot cooler. There was a couple other dolls that came to life, but it would have been cool if like a, an army of Chucky dolls, you know, just swarming in the store, and the kids, you know, had to be like, you know, like 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 Goonies, like come together because there's a bunch of kids running around. You know, and I said that would have been a that would have been a cool third act, but it, it that didn't happen. I was like, damn, it was so close to being awesome. Mm-hmm. I almost <laughs> so feel I just like that a, they would if it feel like it was going that way, they might have had to, and maybe they didn't have the budget for it, or it could have been any number of reasons. Things like I'm pretty sure just yeah. what you thought they probably tried to do that, yeah, but just didn't in the final product. So and that was really and that I was like wow, that would have been so awesome, but they did. So it's just okay. It's just okay. Yeah. Oh damn! I mean, it, it sounds like it's got a lot of promise for it. You know what? Maybe if they make enough money to make a sequel, they would really get the you know the Chucky sequel because it, it seemed like a, a good premise. Yeah, and that, and that's the thing is like I didn't mind the idea. Mm-hmm. I, I I was into the the concept, you know. So, but just like in the end, I, th- there could have been a better movie, you know. Okay, it almost a feels version. like a, like the Purge. You know, like the Purge had a good idea, but the first movie was kind of eh. But the yeah. more movies they made, the more they got actually got a chance to flesh out that idea. So yeah, they got to expand it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it'll be like that. Uh, hey, you you got one more movie? Might might as well crank that oh, one out too. I saw Shaft. I don't know why, but okay. <laughs> I was because I was bored, you know, <laughs> and wanted a good laugh, and I did. I laughed. It's a straight up comedy. I mean, I, it, I figured it was it was made by the guy that made Barbershop. Okay, yeah, it's oh, a and comedy. and the Fantastic Four movies. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a straight up comedy. I know that probably bugs a lot of people out. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not there's not that um, that you know the that that subversive text that the old movie had. Right. You know? um, that's not really there. It's no, just the, more. The, the Shaft, see, let me add yeah, the Shaft two thousand tried to turn Samuel Jackson to like a sex symbol. And I was like, I don't know if that works. You know, it's but they they really tried to force it around that time. But I know they can't do that now. He's like in his eighties, you know. So yeah, and this one, it's it, it's basically making it makes fun of millennials a oh, lot. Wow. 
which I thought was, it made me laugh. Like, I laughed. Mm-hmm. You know, the jokes were, yeah, I can see people going, oh, he's homophobic. Oh, that's, that's, I've, I've heard that about the movie. Oh, that's because this. It's that's been that, for you know. that, yeah. Yeah, you know, all these overwoke, you know, pussies bitching about because <laughs> they got the worst sense of humor. So <laughs> they don't know how to laugh at shit. So yeah, I can see just, them get a personal attack. Yeah. <laughs> I can see all that. Oh, he's he's you know this shaming and that shaming and just shaming everything. Toxic masculinity. Yeah, ba- basically <laughs> that's what it was, you know. Yeah. You know, but hey, I laughed. You know, that doesn't mean I'm a homophobic, transphobic, you know, racist, sexist, whatever the fuck. I just <laughs> thought it was funny. You know, right. I'm not that. You know, watch me laughing at Shaft doesn't make me racist or homophobic. No more than. Just like watching Game of Thrones doesn't make you a funeral rapist, incestuous asshole. Right. You know? <laughs> so take that, overwoke assholes. Right. <laughs> it's art. You don't like it, don't watch it. Or well, if we play Call of Duty with serial killers waiting to happen, you know, shit like yeah. that. So, yeah. Yeah. So, but it's okay. It's not great. It's fun. It's it's a straight up comedy. It's. I can see people being pissed off that it's that it's basically a parody. You know that might piss a lot of people off. Yeah, because people want to take you know Shaft seriously. He won't. He everybody wants Shaft to be the Black James Bond, but I guess Tim Story wasn't trying to go that way, route. So I don't know. I mean, the actions. Yeah, it's not. It's it's a comedy. Like it's it's forty eight hours. It's Beverly Hills Cop. That's what it is. Okay. You know, it's it's just made. It's a it's funny. And I it made me laugh. You know, it doesn't attack any of these big. You know, social injustice issues like the first movie did, and you know, I'm sure they they could have gone that route, but they didn't. I mean, because the first uh, movie was John Singleton, and and that's that's his wheelhouse. So, yeah, I'm talking about the original Shaft. Oh, you talking about the original Shaft? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, Richard Rashford. Yeah, okay, yeah, the, the the old subversive, you know, let's let's take on the man, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, yeah, it's 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 funny. It's just, you know, that's what it is. Don't, you know, it's just a comedy. Take it for what it is. <laughs> cool. Okay. Uh, Shaft. Uh, so, yeah, now we can move on past that. I guess we actually get into the, like, news section of it. I guess we can talk about, uh, talk about Selma Hayek. Hi. This this is the one that you kind of gave us. So, apparently, Selma Hayek has been cast to the, in, not Inhumans, Eternals? The Eternals. The Eternals movie. Eternals. Did it say, did it reveal who she's playing? It did not. Okay, I'm gonna go on a limb and say Cersei, or I'm gonna hope she. I mean, honestly, that would be an obvious choice for her to play Cersei. It would just that would just make sense. I don't understand what role they would have in if she's not playing that. So that's one down. Uh, that I guess they're really, really going at. They're gonna make the first openly gay superhero in Eternals. I think a lot of people saying that they're saying it might be Hercules, even though he's not even Eternal. Yeah, he's just the son of Zeus. Right? He's just son of Zeus, but they say they're going to stick Hercules in there some kind of way. So, and I'm sure he can swing both ways. I mean, it's, 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 the Greek. it's, it's, it's Greek, right? It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's plenty of stories Hercules yeah. didn't care, and they've done it in Marvel. Like they never actually came out and said Hercules was gay, but he'll say and do shit that makes you, you know, second guess, guess yourself. You're like, back in my day, and you're a young strapping man. <laughs> Would you yeah. want to, you know, wrestle? Or some shit like that, you know, all, all kind of shit like that. And I think in the Ultimate Universe, I think him and Wolverine were gay. All right. Like gay hey, se- sex is sex, you know. Yeah. A, a, nut, a nut is a nut. <laughs> yeah. 
I guess so. And that's the thing. We're getting on this primal stuff like that. Honestly, Eli, when you and I did it, because we're, we're the older generation. This newer yeah. generation, they're not going to give a fuck. No, they're not. Like, honestly, I, I've already think that everybody born after 1990 is bisexual anyway. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so they don't that's the only way. That's the only way to shock people now. Yeah, is to be gay. You know, you want to shock. So everything else has been done. You want to shock your parents. Be gay. Right. You know? <laughs> right. But that's your parents. Nowadays, if you come out like this, this little Nas X guy just came out. I know we bring up an old subject, but he did. If he would have pulled this shit ten years ago, it would have been a big news stories. Now yeah. people just looking like, okay, and <laughs> oh, you're trying to make money. Right, you came, you came out at the end of Pride Month, you dumb motherfucker. Right, and when your other single is starting to wind down, and you're trying to promote your other single, was basically yeah. promoting you as gay. Like, come on, it's, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is even your idea. This is the record label's idea. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, what are we talking about? Selma Hayek. Yeah. Let's just talk about Selma Hayek for a second. Yeah, she's hot. That's all I said. Still, <laughs> this is all like hot. She's like fifty something, still hot, man. Yeah, man, she's like the new. What's that other old bitch that's really old and hot? I mean, uh, her and Halle Berry are like the same age. Uh, Raquel Welch. No, uh, Raquel Welch like in her 80s now. Yeah. She's still well, hot, when she, she was at Selma Hayek's age, she was still super hot, too. Yeah. Even though she, you know, she's probably still hot. Now, I haven't seen her lately, but I, I imagine she's still hot. So, she's old as hell. Oh. Uh, <laughs> now we can talk about, now we talk about the next thing. And I'm probably going to fuck this guy's name up. Uh, Cena Grace. Let's go ahead and talk about the Cena Grace thing. This is something that Gomer dropped in our inbox earlier today. Not earlier today. I think a couple days ago. He was like, you guys check this article out. It was from the, his personal Tumblr page. It wasn't like an article. It was from his page. He wrote it himself. He's a uh, a writer or let's say ex-writer from Marvel. I read. At first I was like, what the hell is this? I read it. And I was like, oh wow, this is super fucked up what just happened. And then the Why next you day. Why give it to us to talk yeah, I, I'm going to talk about what happened, but the next day I saw the the other news sites and Twitter and social media caught onto it also, and it was actually a pretty big deal later on. So, Cena Grace, like I said, I might be fucking his name up, but that's what I'm going to call him. He's the writer of, of Iceman, or was the writer of Iceman. Okay. Yeah, you know, when they decided... That explains why he's on the back. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> so, so basically the whole thing was is that, you know, Marvel... You know, when they did the initiative, they were going to make Captain America Black and Thor Woman and whatever the fuck they were else doing. And they decided to make Iceman gay. Of course, they gave the book to a gay writer, you know. But the thing was, when he said that he was writing a book, they said they wouldn't let him promote the book. They wouldn't let him go anywhere on the book. He kept getting harassed, you know, by social media, stuff like that. They would just told him not to respond to anybody. Uh, and then they canceled the book, you know, without him telling anybody. But the thing was that the book was still getting... You know, actually, it was getting sales like on the digital market and other sites that they, you know, weren't paying attention to. Mm -hmm. So they realized his book was still selling, so they brought it back. But and looking writing, but didn't tell him again when he was going. The book was going to get canceled again. But they still wouldn't let him, you know, promote the book. Wouldn't let him market the book. They wouldn't market the book at all. They pretty much wanted the book to die. And then he basically came out saying that, yeah, Marvel just had me on as a token. Like they just had they because they just wanted to have a gay guy writing the book, but they really didn't want me to push the book. And it's an X book, so we all know, like the solo X Men books. It's not Wolverine, it's not Cable, it's not Deadpool. They don't last long. Like anybody mm -hmm. picked up the Cyclops solo book? No, no. <laughs> you know. So it's the same thing with this. Yeah, you know, they they expected the Iceman book to die. And the thing was, the Iceman book probably lasted longer than any other X book before it was canceled. You know. Mm -hmm. So that's the whole thing was that 
uh, basically was saying that Marvel tried to bury the book. You know, they didn't want him to promote. They didn't want him to go anywhere. So he did his own self-promotion, you know, had other news sites, like think like the New York Times pick up on the book. And that's how it started selling because they New York Times were promoting his book more than Marvel was. Nowhere did you see, like you saw War of the Realms everywhere and you saw, you know, Nazi cap everywhere. But never did you see like an Iceman book getting promoted anywhere, you know, the way mm-hmm. he was writing it. And it's just, it, honestly, Eli, it goes back to what we were saying before. Like, Marvel promotes the idea of diversity and inclusion, but they're not really doing it. You know, it's yeah. all smoke and mirrors. They just do it just to, you know, look good in front of the cameras. Yeah, pretty much. And so, that's that's the thing. So, they, they still have a long way to go on this one. I mean, because they said they could have had the guy, you know, actually in charge of marketing. Like, he, they could have had him in charge of marketing and, and doing more marketing for the book, but he didn't do that. So... And I think sometimes, Eli, this stuff kind of proves the comic gators right. I hate to okay, admit yeah, that, yeah. but it's, yeah. it's kind of what they've been saying the whole time, that they do fake inclusion, fake diversity, and they just do this stuff just for publicity, but they don't really, you know, stand behind it. And it's kind of the comic. So, no, I'm not saying we're comic gators. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it does kind of, you know, prove them right in this situation it's right here. Forced, forced diversity. It's forced diversity. It's yeah. exactly what they're saying. So, I don't know. All we got to say on that one. Anything you got to say on that before we move on? No, I mean I agree. I mean it, we we we've been saying it. We you, like you said, Coates, Tennessee Coates writing Black Panther is another example. It's yeah, you know? it is. Nobody, I mean nobody says anything about it, but it's the same thing. Yeah, I mean like like what's his name? What's the Black Eyed Peas guy who's just found out he was native like last year? Oh yeah, just, I, I know which one you talk. I don't know their names, but I know taboo or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. Th- then he's dressed up as Red Wolf, you know. Just, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's this thing. Marvel, oh yeah, I remember that. Video. Yeah, yeah, last year. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna dress up as Marvel's Red Wolf because I didn't even know he was native, and I'm like, why is black? No Marvel one knew he was native. He didn't even know he was native until <laughs> like Standing Rock happened, you know. <laughs> And, and and then yeah, and then they dressed them up in this stupid red wolf outfit, you know, look like they got like the you know they got like the materials from Party City, you know. <laughs> right. You know, like all all of you know, the native you know all the native like outfit makers and, and people who make real native regalia, you couldn't find anybody to hook you up with the cool outfit. Right. <laughs> you went to like a Halloween store and bought all this shit <laughs> to throw on them. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, natives and like promoting a book that got canceled two years ago. Like, you know. Right. Because, <laughs> because it was around the time when they did, Marvel did all this shit where they had Gay yeah. Iceman and they really tried to push Red Wolf also, even though yeah. he was in a book with Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah. And, and he and that those books got canceled. Yeah. Red Wolf was in that. Uh, Occupy Avengers. Yeah, and that, and that the funny was thing like, is like two they years all ago. got canceled around almost the same time. Yeah, Red Wolf had his own book. You know, I I, I lasted two issues before I gave it up. Right. You know, cause I thought you it was tried. a pile of you shit. Tried. I tried. I was excited. Mm-hmm. You know, I was excited because I followed him. I I followed him during that whole Look, battle. I don't world blame shit. you. I picked up Falcon number one. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you gotta like, you gotta, you know. I, because when As the a, books when the books don't sell, you can't say well. Because the one thing they they get canceled because people don't buy the books, so you can't yeah. be part of the problem. You at least say, well, hey, I did yeah. my part. I got yeah. You got to put your money where your mouth is. Like right. hey, you and I and I was like sharing the links. Hey, there's a native comic book hero 
all y'all natives bitching about not having a native superhero, you know, buy this shit before it gets canceled after two issues. And then you go back to bitching about not having native superheroes. Exactly. You know, <laughs> you know but the it's book like with, Luke, with Luke Cage, the Luke Cage comic. You know, it lasted, what, like five issues or something like that? He had a hit show on Netflix. The book still got canceled. Then people want to bitch after the book got canceled. Like, why are you going to cancel Luke Cage? Like, because you didn't buy yeah. it. Yeah. You can't blame All Marvel these, for that. These overwoke, you know, comic book sites. Oh, Marvel's racist. They canceled Luke Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, it's like number 230 on the, you know, monthly sales of comics. Like, come on. Yeah. But yeah. the thing is, with Iceman, I, I guess Iceman was selling good enough, but they just didn't do it. Here's what, what they should have done with Iceman. Okay, if they didn't want to promote it like on, you know, the main sites, like I, I, Wizard or whatever the fuck they got. You know, sell it to a gay website or Facebook page. Like, push it there. It was Pride Month. It was Pride Month. You could push it then. Yeah, fucking Wendy's had rainbows up on their shit. Right. <laughs> you know, every company on Earth was push, had rainbow flags all all this month. <laughs> right. So Marvel, you know, they changed their logo, rainbow, shit like that. But they had no, you know, book to promote or anything like that. They, that was it. They got Northstar, who they killed like five years ago, and they still promoting him. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, Marvel? So, yeah. I don't know. I, like I said, baby steps. <laughs> uh, can we move past that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess we can move into the video game section now. Okay. Yeah, let's just jump into it. First thing I want to talk about in the video game section is uh, Bernie Sanders. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's right. He's on <laughs> Twitch or some shit, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's actually pretty smart. That's actually pretty smart on Bernie Sanders. He's actually getting a leg up on people. I mean, because... Look, <laughs> What the fuck is he playing, Solitaire? <laughs> I watched Bernie Sanders play something, man. He might be playing Counter-Strike. We don't know. <laughs> like, I mean, that should be smart as fuck. He, hit, he gets some little 15-year-old kid to play Fortnite or shit like that. Meanwhile, he's in the background, you know, talking about his policies and what he plans to do. That's going to get people's attention. Yeah. You know, yeah. honestly, 10% I think... 10 of the 90% of the first percent of the 1%. Right. <laughs> Double kill. <laughs> All at the same time. That's how you get people's attention. Now, he got my attention when he said he wanted to end student, de- student debt. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. He wouldn't yeah. erase that. Okay, that got my attention. Yeah, that got my attention. I- I'll-, I'll be honest with you. If Trump would have did that, I'd probably be with MAGA to myself. I- <laughs> and red hat the whole thing. Hey, Trump he had illegals. Trump did say something I agreed with. Oh, like shit. sometime last year, okay, I can't so remember. First off, we're I can't remember what it was, but it wasn't that. Though. Okay, I, I like for be, be, we're a slippery slope, Eli. First, we're going to yeah. be comic gators. Now we're Trump supporters. Yeah, <laughs> where are we going? I'm just with saying, that? I, I, you know, I, you know, I, you know, I, I'm not a hard, hard liner. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Man, that's all I'm yeah. saying. If, if Trump would have came out and said, "I'm an in student debt." I, honestly, anything after that he said, I would have been with it. I don't care what he would have said. <laughs> it's kind of fucked up, but hey, that's what it was. Like, hey, Trump, he's not that bad. <laughs> oh, he would have fucked it. Oh, he would have fucked up that. He would have fucked that up too. But hey, at least that would have been one thing I didn't worry about. Uh, since we're talking about Trump, let's stay on Trump okay. <laughs> because apparently there's a company that's go- that companies going to war with Trump. And since oh, we're in the video game section, right. we're that. Yep. Yeah. So, yep. Nintendo, Microsoft, and PlayStation 
have all made a joint letter and sent it to Trump telling him to stop the trade wars on China. Mm -hmm. I mean, because the thing is, like I said, I, I know we're giving we're supposed to be talking about comics and fantasy and shit like that. But this actually is going to affect a lot of shit going on right now. This this China trade tariff that's going on right now uh, because he's put a block on trade with China. And that that block is actually going to affect a lot of things in America because 90 percent of our shit comes from China. Yeah. Isn't this like the beginning of the Phantom Menace? Like, it is. Yo, I've been saying it for the longest. He's Emperor the taxation Palpatine. of trade routes is in dispute. Like, I am the Senate. <laughs> is that legal? Yeah, I'm I blocking. Will make it legal. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! But yeah, that's exactly the plot of Plan of Menace. So that's what he's doing right now. So he has this trade war going on, and the, and like I said, we're just gonna keep this related to video games. Like, we're going to keep it related there, even though it affects a whole bunch of shit, but I'm just going to break it down just video game terms. So, like I said, next year, uh, PlayStation and Microsoft have both said they're releasing their new systems. You know, like the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox, what the fuck ever. But they're being made in China. So mm -hmm. all the parts of those systems are coming from China. Nintendo and their Switches and their Wii's and stuff like that and the DS's, all are made in China. Because that shit is super cheap to make over there. So... If there's a trade block there, that means that it's going to be more expensive for those to, them to make those those consoles. Mm -hmm. And if it's more expensive to make those consoles, who do you think is going to pay for those consoles? Us. Mm -hmm. Well, my dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> so because it's going to raise the price of those consoles, and if it comes to a certain price, some people are going to be like, you know what, fuck it. I don't need to pay six hundred dollars to play PlayStation. You know, it's not it's not worth it for me. And if that happens, you will see a decline of the video game market, which may kill video games. So yes, yeah. Trump could kill video games. Because okay, what right. the fuck? What, what was it? Was it the first PlayStation? When they first announced the first PlayStation back in the day, they all thought it was going to be like at least five hundred bucks, and then they brought the price down to three three hundred. Yeah, like three hundred. Yeah. But the and then that made Nintendo and Sega go, oh, shit, we're fucked. Right, because they had to the bring the price down on theirs also. Yeah. Because, and the thing was, the PlayStation 3 was $600 That's at first. Right. That's why it had yeah. such a hard time selling, because people were like, but they came out there, and then Xbox was like, around like 400 300 something like that. So nobody bought the PlayStation, they just bought the Xbox. But the thing is, if every system comes out like around like $500, $600, nobody's going to buy that shit. Yeah. It's just, they've already, the market has, has already been, the data's already been proven. If you have your system that much, it might as well be the DOA. It's going to be dead in the water. So, I don't know. It's going to be... See, Eli, this is why I'm the PC Master Race. <laughs> it, it doesn't affect us at all. <laughs> uh, that being said, can I move on? I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the PC. Uh, because right now, for those that have PCs, and if you don't have one, you need to get one. The Steam sales are live. Yes, there are Steam sales going on right now. The summer Steam sales... Everything's like half off and seventy five percent off, stuff like that. So go on there, check out, see what uh, see what games you like, and go with there. So Eli, I bought three games so far already. I'm probably okay. I'm trying to hold off, but I'm probably gonna spend some more money also. So um, I bought Soul Calibur six for uh, six dollars. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, six twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> it was something else. I would think. Oh, they got like every Tomb Raider game ever made on there for twenty dollars. Okay. Like from the the one where she got the, the pyramid boobs, to the last one, the Shadow of the Tomb Raider came out like last year, something like that. All twenty dollars. Yeah. Just go get it. Uh, other game I bought, uh, Gyro Mark of the Wolves. 
So, Never heard of that. Uh, it's a it's an old '90s fighting game. It's like from Fatal Fury and King of Fighters, but it's like oh a, yeah, yeah Fatal Fury. So if anybody wants to see me get my ass whooped at that game, it's is only, it like versus or is it like I thought Fatal Fury wasn't that like a that was like Double Dragon. No, 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 no. It, it, was, it was like a fighting game. It was it was basically a Street Fighter ripoff. Okay, okay. Yeah, so same thing. With this one also. This is like the the like the second generation where like their kids are fighting the storyline or whatever like that. So yeah. Uh. So if anybody want to see me get my ass whooped at the game and curse a lot at the screen and stuff like that, the video is already up on YouTube. Check it out. It's on Comic Book Bullies. It's there. I posted it last night because I was frustrated. Uh, <laughs> and the third game, the third game I got, I hadn't even opened it up yet or downloaded yet, was uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. But okay. not the new one. The old one. The old one. Yeah, the good one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one I like. That's the one I remember. I was like, And it was $3 on there. So I was just like, I can't, oh, I can't pass that up. I can get that. So I went ahead and bought it, and yeah, that was it. So those are the three games I got right now. I'm probably will buy some more games. I'm, I'm, because I spent a lot of money just on there and spend money left and right. So I'm just looking at the finance, looking at the funds, and we'll probably buy something later on then. But yeah, that's Steam sales. Go get them. And if you got a computer, get them. And why you don't have a Steam account? Everybody, get one. It's free. So let uh, me say we can move on to the next part of the podcast. Sure. Okay, so this is the bread and butter. This is where we actually talk about the comic books. This is the comic book bullies, where we're going to get into this week. And don't worry about listening to comic casts about what we reviewed on comics, because I didn't read shit, so I didn't review anything on there. So I saved it just for this podcast right here. Because <laughs> I love our listeners. Uh, what's the first book we're going to start off with? You know what? Can I start the book I want to start off with? Yeah. Let's start off with Batman Dam. Now, Eli, did sure. you read this one? Yeah, I got it. Okay, all right, you read this one. Okay, because there's some interesting things that... uh. That came to light of me that I didn't catch at first, and some things that actually confirmed what I was saying to begin with. So let's start off with the book. Let's go on. Uh, the beginning of the book: Batman is in the coffin. He's buried, um, and he's uh, dug up from the grave by Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing digs him up. Constantine is there, and they're based. And not only that, they get attacked by the Enchantress. Enchantress like throwing, you know, statue of angels at them, and um. You know, Swamp Thing like kills the angel stuff like that and runs Enchantress off and Enchantress keeps calling him, calling Batman the tearless. You know, she got like the tearless your mind. And Batman's like, Okay, what the fuck's going on? Well, we need to go find some answers. So they go to this nightclub and they find Zatanna. Zatanna is about to you know, she's like telling him, I can tell you the truth about what happened, but if I tell you there's no going back. And then Dead Man pops up out of nowhere, takes uh, control of this dude, and Dead Man's like telling him, Don't talk to her, talk to me. You wanna find somebody that's dead, I can tell you the answers. Zatanna just like does some shit, take the spirit of Dead Man out of the dude and put him into the rat. That's on his show, stuff like that. And Batman's just like, nah, go ahead, just tell me what's going on. So Zatanna does some little magic bullshit and conjures up baby, uh, like boy Bruce Wayne, the boy, like the 10 year old Bruce Wayne. And they go back and get sucked back to the crime alley and we find out exactly what's going on. Is that long ago when Bruce Wayne, and I confirmed this on issue one. Back when Bruce Wayne was 10 years old, he made a deal with Enchantress to kill his parents. And mm -hmm. if he killed his parents, then she was going to make it so that he was going to be fearless. You know, he was going to be brave. He's going to be strong. Basically make him Batman. You know, and she calls him the tearless because he didn't cry when his parents died. She took that emotion away from him. And so, and Batman realized what he's done. He's like, oh shit, that's really fucked up. Oh... Uh, and then he's like, well, I'm going to just go. So I find, and Batman, it finally clicks to Batman what has happened to him. He's dead. 
the whole time in the book it's like the bruce willis thing he's dead the whole time so he goes to the morgue to where he thinks his body is and he goes and he finds the specter and the specter's like are you ready to be judged batman for what you've done and then he goes back and like was well, not what i've done it's what i didn't do and then they go back to that bridge that was in the first uh first issue when he was fighting the joker and it showed what happened because we never saw what happened in that book joker stabbed him he realized it was a fatal wound that was going to kill him no matter what and Joker was about to follow the bridge when he realized that since I'm going to die anyway, if I save Joker, there's nobody going to be able to stop the Joker. So he just let the Joker fall. And now he realized that that stab wound did kill him and he's dead. So when Batman admitted that, he fades away into nothing because he's already dead. You know. And then the book ends with Joker coming out of the water from the bridge. And they said, to be continued, or this where it starts, or ha ha ha, or some bullshit. Yeah. I don't know. So, story. Yeah. Now, here's the thing that, that got to me. Like, no, we, you know, we thought that this had something to do with the killing joke or something like that. It doesn't. Comic Miss Explain actually uh, connected all the dots for me, and I don't understand why I didn't catch on to this earlier today. It wasn't the killing joke. This is a sequel to. It is a direct sequel, like direct sequel, like from next page to last page of of that Joker graphic novel. Azarello's Joker. Oh, Azarello's Joker. Because I actually went back and picked that book up today when I was reading it. And that panel, when they were fighting on the bridge, that exact panel is from that book. Okay. Yeah, So, but the thing was they didn't show, like they showed them getting ready to fight, but they didn't show the end of the fight. So this basically happened after the fight. So it's all one story. Okay. Yeah, so pretty cool. Uh, after you put the dice together and stuff like that, I still feel like the book is still all over the place and still some mismatch and stuff like that. But the art, <clears throat> man, the art is amazing. Yeah. So I got. That's what it. makes it. Yeah. That's, that's the story. What yeah. Yeah, the story is kind of like all over the place, and you just feel like people just popping up for no reason. Like, like why is Swamp Thing there? You know, why yeah. is he in a coffin to begin with? What the? Why is he in a coffin? Because last time we saw him, he was choking out Harley Quinn. Yeah. Like, did we miss something? Beat the shit out of Harley Quinn. Like I thought, we he killed her or something, but he's in a coffin. Yeah, I, so, yeah. It's just basically where Batman's wrestling with his soul, you know, and yeah, it's know like it's whatever. It's, a, it's all a it's all a dream or whatever the fuck. And, yeah, Azrael didn't you know. didn't he like write Hellblazer or some shit? I don't even know. I don't I, know. I, I, th- I think I think like he likes these characters. That's why all these characters keep popping up in it like that. But overall. The story is kind of like all over the place. Art is fucking amazing. The art is five out of five. You know? Oh yeah, easily. But overall, I'm gonna just give the story a, a four out of five. It's cool. I'm I'm just glad it's done and over with. Yeah, I give it a three out of five. It's just yeah, like it, yeah, the the storyline. Like I didn't need to see another origin. You know, his crime alley. I didn't need to see that again. Mm-hmm. And it's just for me, it's just an excuse. You know, for you know to see what's this guy's name. The, the the artist, oh. for him, it is his excuse. Like that. And plus, it's supposed to be a black label book. Yeah, was no, it, nothing was pushed in this in this issue, other than maybe Zatanna's ass. You know, that was nice. Wh- whoever they cast is, is Zatanna, and she need to be the hottest chick on the planet. <laughs> yeah, Alexander yeah. Daddario. If they don't make her Zatanna, we riot. The comic <laughs> bullies have said that right now. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, it was just an excuse to have all these characters drawn in this art style. You know, that's what it felt like. Like, let's just throw all these characters in because this art, cause so they can look really cool. Right. You know, and, but other than that, it was kind of lackluster for me. You know, 
forgettable was, story. Yeah. Nobody's gonna remember it. You know. Yeah, I mean, for for what how it start how it began with the, you know, the the Jesus with the Joker Jesus and all the cool shit we saw and you know. But it was just imagery that ne- yeah. there was no payoff to it. Yeah, there was that let, let went to nowhere. That oh, the, is the Joker alive? Is he dead? And it had this cool mystery behind it. Then it turns out it's all a dream, and that's just like the worst, you know, cop out ever for me. Right. You know, who shot <laughs> so, Jr. <laughs> <We don't> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, eh, you know, looked good though. It looked really good. I right. got the I got the Jim Lee variant. Oh damn! <laughs> which okay. Really, which is really cool. <laughs> so uh, I guess it's my turn. Yeah, I'll let you go. What all did you read? Don't worry about it. Just go. Just go. Uh, I'm, I'm, not gonna, I'm not. I'm not going to review all that shit anyway. Ah uh, shit! I guess I'll go with. I did talk about this on the on Comic Cast, so I'll talk about it here. I read The Goon number three, okay. which was yeah, a lot of fun. Them. It was just a lot of fun. So, this one centers. This is like a standalone issue. I mean, right now. Uh, uh, the goons fighting the vampire guy, the vampire gangster guy, Vinny Vampire, or, Vinny, or what's his name, Nosferatu or whatever. And but this one is a stand. It kind of takes a break, kind of takes a little detour from that storyline, and it centers around this uh, SETI, the South Side Mummy. And basically, what happens is this old uh, English explorer he found, you know, he found this mummy's tomb way back in the day. And, of course, you know, being the, the archaeologist asshole, he raids the tomb, but he, you know, he breaks the curse, which is uh, um, anybody who disturbs this mummy's tomb will, be, will live in misery. And it turns out this mummy will destroy everything that makes this guy happy. And that's what he does for, like, the next decade is, just, you know, destroys this guy's life until the guy figures out he's all down on his luck. He's, you know, he's got no more money. He starts gambling, trying to make, you know, ends meet. He starts becoming in debt to the mob. And then he finds out, well, hey, uh, why don't I work for the mob? I got this mummy who will do, who will kill for me. So basically, he gets the mummy to become a hitman. And he gets jobs from the mob. He's like, hey, do you guys need anybody taken out? They say, yeah, go take out this guy. And all, he has to, all he's got to do is say, hey, I love that guy. And then the mummy goes and kills him because his job was to make him miserable. So he, he goes around becoming a hitman for the mob, but telling the mummy that he loves everybody he kills. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, it turns out uh, the goon has been wiping crime off the streets and cutting in the sales. So the mob boss says, yeah, I want the goon dead. So he basically try, takes the mummy to go kill the goon and shit. And there's a cool fight. Um, there's this really funny scene where they, the, the, they start throwing, the goon ends up throwing kittens at him, at the, at the mummy, because the cats are, uh, like goddesses or whatever in, in Egyptian culture. So the mummies, that's like the, the mummies are terrified of cats. So he starts throwing kittens at the, at the mummy and makes it, makes the mummy go back into his coffin and shit. So <laughs> just, it's the goon. It's really campy monster shit you know it's a b movie you know a b monster movie that's all it is and it's it was a lot of fun i enjoyed it this is fuck it this is a five out of five fuck it nice okay okay <laughs> yeah uh i guess i go to oh shit should i go ahead and jump into war of the realms now sure save it for later okay now did you read this one i no i haven't read I figured, any of them i, I figured you didn't okay 
I almost skipped this. I was like, Eli didn't read this shit anyway. He doesn't care. Watch. <laughs> but I'm like, fuck it. I go ahead. I read off other ones. Somebody read just close it out. So, yeah. Oh. Should I do this one? Should I do Avengers? I'm not, fuck Avengers. I'm not going to do Avengers. I'm going to just do Water Realms. We're going stay, to stay on the court. So, Water Realms starts off. Uh, Thor is still in the sun in Yggdrasil. And it's just burning him away. And Yggdrasil takes his eye because it's like a requirement for him to gain all knowledge. Not only take his eye, he's got like one little piece of Mjolnir also, but it takes that from him also. So realize that in order for him to learn how to win the Water Realms, it's the only way he'll gain the knowledge in order to do that. So while he's burning and shit like that, we cut to a thousand years into the future. And a thousand years in the future, we see Asgard back to normal. They're just fine. And we see Thor's grandkids reading the story of him a thousand years ago being stuck in Idrisil, you know, losing his eye, gaining not stuff like that, and becoming an all-father. And they were like, Granddad, we didn't know you went through all that stuff like that. But he And they would keep reading it. They were like, wait a minute. It also says your friends go back in time to come get you. And then as soon as they say that, the Fantastic Four pop up. Out of nowhere, they just like, and it like, uh, they say, All Father Thor, we came to, and before they even finish the sentence, he's like, Don't worry, I already know what's about to happen. I know it's time, I'm waiting for you, let's go. So, All Father Thor, you know, from a thousand years from now, goes with them to the present time. Uh, the regular Thor comes out, he's all fucked up, eye gone, stuff like that, but he's here. Somebody else plucks out the young Thor, the unworthy Thor, the real asshole young Thor that doesn't have money in it but got that axe. He shows up. So that's three Thors they got. And then Jane Foster pops up, who's now Thor again. And because the thing is, Malakiv put a spell on Stonehenge, you know, the one in England or whatever the fuck it is, that only Thor can cross over to save, you know, parents. So, okay. So we're just going to get a whole bunch of Thors just go and just fuck him up. So that's the plan. So... That's what they do. All four Thors just go there, fuck up Malakith. Well, they try to fuck up Malakith, but Malakith is ready for them. He was like, oh, I put the spell on the only Thor get here, but I see what you did. You got a whole bunch of Thors. That's cool. So he takes out his sword, and his sword still has venom on it, but and he's already, like, possessed Null, the, the venom god or whatever. Mm -hmm. I, I haven't read yeah. the story. He's got control of Null, so he's got, like, venom wings and shit like that. All of his dark elves, he turned them into venom symbionts, like, one time, and that's it, and they start fucking up people. So they get in the fight and stuff like that. And <clears throat> Malekith is actually like kicking Thor's ass, you know, uh, because apparently Malekith was the one that chopped off his arm like that. He's like, so I'm going to chop off your other arm. How did they beat him? Oh, fuck, how did he beat him? <laughs> Jane Foster does something. Jane Foster, I think, kicks the shit out of him or something like, well, or they all gang up on him, stuff like that. Anyway, Malekith is beaten. I forgot how they beat him. Oh, I remember how they beat him. Okay, so... The whole time Thor was in the sun, he was actually creating another Mjolnir in our sun. Like, he did it from a dying star, and he does it in our star. So when oh. Mjolnir is ready, it shoots Mjolnir to the Stonehenge right there. But it's a new one, so even though he's still unworthy, the new one doesn't matter. Because since he made it, because he's the Allfather now, he can pick up this Mjolnir now. And he takes Mjolnir and beats the shit out of uh, Malekith. Malekith is all of a sudden scared, and when he gets scared, his dogs can smell the fear. You know, the ending from Justice League from Steppenwolf? They do the same thing. The dogs attack him and just rip him to pieces. Well, this is after uh, young Thor cuts his arm off. You know? uh, so Malekith is dead. He's done. Uh, every other, you know, dude like Ulick the Conqueror, he's been beaten. That's in the Avengers book. I'm not going to talk about that one. Uh, Luffy is in, has turned America into Jotunheim. And Daredevil tries to beat him by himself, you know, for Hell's Kitchen or some shit he says like that, <laughs> you know, but 
apparently since they can't beat him, Loki is still alive. Does he actually say that? That would be... <laughs> something close to it. it. It's it's something like I can't remember exactly what he said, but something for Hill's Kitchen. I remember that. <laughs> but Loki is still alive. Loki carves his way out of Lofi Lofi's stomach, and he was like, "I'm sorry, Father. Was it something you ate? You know, <laughs> while he's holding the casket of winners that caused the first ice age, and now Loki says." Long, uh, the Frost Giant is dead. Long live the Frost Giant King. So I guess Loki's trying to say that he's the new Frost Giant King, you know. Uh, and basically the book ends. All the heroes, you know, celebrate each other. Wolverine tries to give Punisher a beer. Punisher like, my war hasn't ended. Just so Loki, so Loki did come back. Yeah, yeah. Basically, Loki, I Loki called that died. shit. Remember yeah. number one? I called that. Is Loki really dead? Because right, he he swallowed him so so Loki never died. That's the thing. He just been yeah. stuck in his his chest the whole time, you know. Okay. <laughs> so all the heroes go back to doing whatever the fuck they were doing, and then at the end, uh, uh, Jane Foster realized that that was her last time that she can be Thor. So when she throws away her hammer, that finally breaks. The hammer actually attaches herself to her arm, and she's like, "What the hell?" So apparently, that's her arc where she becomes the Valkyrie or whatever. Because all mm-hmm. the other Valkyries are dead. That's it. Oh. Uh, Old Thor and unworthy Thor, they have, and young Thor says, is there mead in Midgard, in this version of Midgard? He was like, oh, they have something better here in Midgard. They have Budweiser. You know, and they go off, <laughs> they go off drinking and shit like that, and that's it for them. Meanwhile, uh, Thor has rescued his parents, and Odin is like, oh, uh, you're the Allfather now. He bows to him and like, I'm just your loyal servant now, and that's it. That's how the book ends. Thor is the, the king of Asgard. That's, that's the rock it. on. Yeah, that actually sounded kind of cool. That, that was like, like, like this issue was actually pretty cool. Like, I, I wanted to hate this storyline, but the way it ended, I was like, it was just action on action, action, and it ended with a you know satisfying conclusion. It gave an arc to everybody. It was pretty cool. I mean, I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna give it a four point five out of five. I really like this issue. So yeah, I, think it I just was a didn't satisfying think that the whole yeah. the whole tie-ins and having to. Buy all the tie-ins and fuck up everything that's going on in other books. You know, you, you I, really I just, didn't have to buy the tie-in. Cause like I said, Avengers twenty was a tie-in, and all it was was She-Hulk beating the shit out of Ulick. And it, it was one little issue, one little thing she said, and she was beating the shit out. We don't see what he said. She was like, "What did you say?" And then Ulick said, "All I said was Thor is a name, not a legacy. That's all I said." You know, it was a call back to Jane Foster and shit like that so after he said that she took just shit beating the shit out of him like that and after he was done, she was done you was gonna look up at her with a black ass like that will you marry me <laughs> you know because apparently he likes getting the shit beat out of him by She-Hulk but other than that that's all the tie-ins were were just the Avengers going to other continents fighting other people they yeah. were unneeded they didn't they didn't need it you want to see Punisher shoot up some dark elves whatever not really but yeah <laughs> <laughs> or, or Venom Venom you know Fight Dark Elves. Right. Oh, no, that was a... Uh, who did he fight? He fought somebody else. I can't even remember. I don't care. But it, was, it, it doesn't matter. It, the old Jack-O-Lantern. Arc- he fought Jack-O-Lantern. Who fights Jack-O-Lantern? But anyway. yeah, who fought, yeah, who fucking cares? <laughs> right. But that's the whole point. Like, yeah, all the other bullshit happens. That's cool. There's a big war going on. But the whole point, the main thread of what's going on is in the story. You really don't need the other, other tie-ins like that. It's cool if you got them, but you really don't need them. Like, there was a pretty yeah. much self-contained story. And it, it was cool. It wrapped up. Everything's pretty much going back to normal. You know. So, yeah. That's it. All right. Well, the other book I'll go with is uh, Conan, number seven. And this was just really cool. You know, um, it's just another, you know, following the life and death of Conan, you know, there, you know where the 
the, the Crimson Witch is trying to, you know, get Conan's blood because he's got, like, the dopest blood ever because he's, you know, defied death, you know, all these years and all his life. So his blood is so full of this dark power that she's using to uh, to resurrect this, uh, the, uh, that, that death god or whatever. So... We go. We've been going through every chapter. Has been a different stage in in Conan's life, you know. And this is just another adventure where he hires. He goes to a brothel and hires the whole crew, you know, the whole Hoochie crew. He hires them all. And I'll take him. You're here. Here's a big pot of gold. I want all your bitches. So he takes them all, and you know, and he doesn't. He doesn't fuck them. They basically he takes them because he needs them to infiltrate this um, banker ship. This merchant ship, mm-hmm. and um, so he uses the uh, he uses the women to get on board of the ship because the banker turns out he left um, he was he used to de- deal with pirates and he betrayed this pirate and left him to die on this island um, and then his dad da- his daughter ended up surviving and his daughter turned out to be Belit. That pirate queen, and Marvel's got another. She's got her own book right now too. I haven't. Uh, she was that. actually in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, it was like it, it, nothing like the character you know. The chick that uh, Star Lord was banging at the beginning of the first book, the purple chick. No, that was Marit. No, that was Burit. Was it? Yeah. Okay, but this is the pirate queen. She's like, uh, yeah, pirate chick. Anyways, yeah. that was her dad. That this merchant betrayed, so that's why Conan wanted to get get this guy. It was all revenge for her, and you know and that's basically all it is, is. Is is you know, and of course the chicks are like, "Come on, Conan, come on!" He's like, "You you you did all this for a woman, didn't you?" You know, <laughs> you know, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, whatever. You guys can have the boat. It's all yours. I don't want any money." My only payment was killing that guy. And he basically leaves the leaves leaves all the you know all the chicks with the boat with all the gold and all the shit that this guy had, and goes on his merry way, you know, because he's fucking Conan, doesn't give a shit. <laughs> nice. Okay. So, so yeah, this is a four out of five. You know, this is a it's just been a good series. You know, still still kill Jason Aaron. Hey, he he write he knows how to he write brain, like every fucking thing nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> but he's really good at this fantasy shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you could tell like when he jumped on Thor, it, it took a whole new, you know, new turn. Like this is mm-hmm. that's his wheelhouse. Yeah. So. So. Uh, now this last book, I'm, I read a bunch of shit, but this last book I'm gonna do. Okay. I don't feel like doing action comics, whatever the fuck I think. I'm gonna do the one that you normally do, but I'm stealing from you this time, Eli. I'm gonna do Detective Comics number. Oh, okay. We're going back to DC. Okay. Yeah. DC. Yeah. Uh, thousand six, I think. Yeah, ten oh six. Yeah, ten oh six. Okay, so yeah, so you got Batman on the cover with Spectre. Spectre saying you have failed this city, you know, or some shit. Yeah. So basically, how the book starts off. Uh, Jim Corrigan, Jim Corrigan, who everybody knows is the host of the Spectre. He's a detective in Gotham City. He's got his, you know, partner with them. They get a call. They go downtown to, to visit. They see somebody's been murdered execution style, and then they turn around and they see this cult of. Dudes dressed like the Spectre, saying, "What do they say? The host may live, so the host may die, or some shit." Yes, it's something yeah. they keep repeating, you know. Yeah. So basically, and the the partner dies instantly. They shoot him or stab him, whatever the fuck. He's dead. We knew he's gonna die anyway. It didn't matter. Jim Corrigan, on the other hand, they attack him, and but as soon as they but when the partner dies, 
they kind of activate the specter because the specter activates with the drop of blood. Who knows what evil lurks or some shit. I think I'm going to confuse a ghost rider or some shit. One of those, somebody (laughs) comes out with... When innocent blood is spilled, the ghost rider appears. (laughs) Right. Same shit. (laughs) Same shit. Whatever. You've heard the story before. And that's when he became the Punisher. (laughs) (laughs) Forgot about the COVID story. Anyway, that shit happens. Uh, But while Spectre is fighting these guys, apparently Jim Corrigan gets kidnapped. And the Spectre, even though he's an all-powerful DC demigod or like that, he can't find him. Like, somehow they're hiding him from him. So he doesn't know where Kenneth Worker is, so he's like, okay, so I can't find him. I'll find the person that probably could find him, the world's great detective, which is Batman. Batman, all of a sudden, you know, he's in the middle of fighting ninjas and shit like that. Uh, he gets a call. Jim Gordon calls him downtown, like, you know, about the murder scene that's going down there. Why he on his way to go there. He sees the Spectre. The Spectre's telling like, Batman, I have come for you. Batman doesn't know what's going on. So Batman tries to fight him? So honestly, Eli, if, if Batman would have beat the Spectre, I would have quit comics. <laughs> I, like that. That been it. I would have ended the podcast. That would have been it. I'm, I'm done. I can't do it anymore. Because <laughs> it's basically like, I'm going to fight God. And be God. <laughs> so, but basically, the Spectre, you know, you basically is annoyed by Batman with the bullshit he does. So they talk it out. They go down and figure out what's going on. Batman study clues and stuff like that. He realized, okay, they did this, they did that. So I'm going to take these clues back to the Batcave and find out what's going on. But to do that, we see Jim Corrigan, uh, you know, tied up with these dudes still surrounding like this Spectre cult. The host may live, so the host may die, or whatever the bullshit they said. And they're about to perform some kind of ritual. And the book ends, and I think the next book is... I forgot. The Cult of Personality. Cult of Personality. Is, is that a song? Yeah, yeah. Living Color. Oh. Cool. Yeah. I knew it was a reference to something. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's how the book ends, and that's cool. Overall, I'm going to give the book a, a four out of five. Yeah, four this five. is dope. Was, yeah, it was pretty cool. Like, you got a Spectre book, but Spectre's not, like, all-powerful and shit like that. The Spectre is weird. You don't know if he can, like, destroy the universe, or is he, like... I'm, yeah, I'm not sure, like, what all he can do. He can do anything. Yeah, he or can nothing. Yeah, and I, it's funny because I started. I was reading. I've been reading that Alan Moore Swamp Thing run. Yeah, and he's like, he's like in hell, like guarding hell and yeah, shit. Well, yeah, and... he's like, he's like standing between heaven and hell. Like you have to cross yeah. him to get there. Yeah, and, and then, like... they're like, they're like walking over him to get to hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how huge he is. But here, he's just like Batman size, just having a conversation with you. Like, okay. What can he do? What can he can't do? What is his limitations? And matter of fact, in Crisis in Infinite Earths, you know, the answer monster that was eating multiverse and shit like that, the Spectre was the one that stopped him. Yeah. But now he's just walking around like normal and shit. And he can't find Jim Corrigan. He's just and he's huge. That, that, that scene where he gets all huge. <laughs> right. He's all big and like stomping around and like Godzilla yeah. and shit like that fighting Batman. Batman's like, I'm not scared of you. you know, yeah. How do you go throw a Batman in God? <laughs> Come on, Batman. <laughs> uh, so that, that's why I give it a four because that shit was just funny to me that he even tried to fight the Spectre. Like, that stupid Superman got his ass whooped by the Spectre. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that's, that's all I got. Let's see. Um, I mean, I read a bunch of shit because I thought we were going to talk a lot of shit on uh, Comic Cast and then we really didn't talk about many comics. Um, fuck. Yeah, I got a big pile here. <laughs> Let's see. I read that Wolverine Exit Wounds. Okay, eh. I started. I started to pick that up. It's eh. It's it's yeah. The Larry Hama. It's funny because Larry Hama wrote a story 
<laughs> it just reminded me of uh, you know uh, Wade's uh, story where he met, met him at the he was being a dick to him at the con or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> basically, we hate comics artists. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, his story was it's just like another. It's basically it's Exit Wounds is like three little short stories on Wolverine's life. Um, Larry Hama stories about basically the Weapon X experiments mm-hmm. and um, you know how he is being triggered by memories of, of, of Sabretooth, basically, essentially. That's all it is. Okay. Um, we go to a, a, a story that I th- – did Chris Claremont write this one? Where him and Kitty Pride go to Japan and um, eat ramen noodles and shit. And then, you know, the, the, the restaurant gets – you know, almost gets robbed by some thugs and he kicks their asses. It's all right. You know, a little, you know, little, little bit of the friendlier side of Wolverine, you know, and his relationship with the, yeah, whenever with, Kitty Pryde and Jubilee and all these little yeah. girls pop up, he's always like the father figure. So he's not as violent yeah. as normally is. So. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, so there's that. That's just the cute story. And then there's the, uh, what's his face? The, uh, the Max dude. What's the guy's name again? Uh, Keith or what is, what's his name again? Sam Keith. Keith Sam. Sam he, yeah, yeah, him. Yeah. He he's got a story with his his art, and it's just you know where he fights Venom. You know, okay. It was you know, weird way why he read because he never really is associated with like like Lamb Hammer read all those he wrote all those solo Wolverine books and Chris Claremont and Chris, Chris Claremont of course. But Sam Keith really didn't really have anything to do with Wolverine. Yeah, as far as I know, but whatever. Okay, he's there. Yeah, so he, but this is just a, it's it's cool art, and it's goofy, and it's 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 and just. I, I can imagine you know, his venom is just like see, he, oh, like yeah. he was born to draw venom. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, and and there's the 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 page where Wolverine goes in berserker mode on the venom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool panel. So it's a three out of five. It's nothing groundbreaking or anything, but it's just little shots of Wolverine's life. Um, I got. I read this Marvel Comics Presents number six, mm-hmm. and that's another three little three short stories. Another one with Wolverine, where we find uh, Wolverine has a daughter. Um, we talked about this on Comic Cast. Basically, every ten years, this demon comes to fuck shit up, mm-hmm. and Wolverine goes and uh, fights it. And this time around, um, they're getting their ass kicked by this demon. He takes a bunch of the X Men with them, and they start fucking getting their ass kicked by this demon. And then out of the blue. This chick comes in, who I thought looked like Jane Foster. That's who I thought it was at first. Right. <laughs> but then she pulls out these like lightsaber uh, Wolverine claws, pop out of her hand, and starts fucking up the demon. And like, oh, this is my daughter. And then that, that's, it just ends there. So Wolverine's got this hot blonde chick of a daughter with lightsaber claws. Um, it's all right. I don't you know, know our, it's, it's another one of Wolverine's kids. I mean, it shouldn't yeah. be a big deal at this point. Yeah. Charles Soule. Paulo Sicaria and Oren Jr. on the ink or on the art. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's, it's all right. A lot of action. It's it, the looks. The art's really good. Then this one was funny. I really enjoyed this one. This Deadpool one mm-hmm. by Tim Seal, Tim Seeley and uh, Riley Brown and Craig Young on art. This is just. It takes place in the '90s, and it's fucking. It's a whole comment on the whole '90s uh, comics boom, and how. Deadpool saying, fuck this mercenary shit. I'm going to start, you know, 
comics are selling like hotcakes these days. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna make a comic book company. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> and it's just that, and it talks about the different. Yeah, we needed like a glossy cover and the and those uh those reflective covers. Um, and he at one point he gets a reflective suit, like. <laughs> And it's it's just it's so funny it's it's yeah it's very tongue in cheek you know it's Deadpool so and then the last story was uh, a Ghost Rider story starring Danny Ketch okay. where he where he fights uh, uh, Wallow. Fucking Wallow. Uh, uh, Wallow is that one the the god the the misery or something. Uh, it was in the fucking movie that first uh, the one that comes out of the water. In, oh. the, in, the, in the Nicolas Cage movie. Oh, okay. I didn't know there was a thing. That's... Yeah, there's two. Ver- they, they do different versions of them. This one has the baby face mask. Okay. And um, and yeah, it's just Danny Ketch, you know, fighting fighting uh, Wallow and sends Wallow to hell. And at the end, Wallow sees Johnny Blaze on the throne of, on, on Satan's throne. Yeah, because, you know, he's yeah. still the king of hell or whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah, so that, Did he ever say it. how Danny Ketch came back? I didn't know he was back. Like, why is he here? It just just says he's there. He, he's like he's drinking. He's in. He's in. He's in Hell's. Or no, he's in. Uh, he's in Brooklyn. Okay. Cypress Hill Cemetery. They make. They talk about Cypress Hill Cemetery. And that's, how, that's where you know, he, you know, first got his powers. You know. Yeah, and uh, and, and yeah, it does. It's it just whenever innocent blood is spilled, you know, <laughs> the specter <laughs> auto- appears. Yeah, the he automatically knows. turns in. Yeah, he turns into. <laughs> Yeah, so it was cool. You know, we haven't seen Danny Ketch in a while. I, I of course, I was all over the Danny Ketch storyline. Yeah, here's the thing: most people don't know this, but Danny Ketch is everybody's favorite Ghost Rider. They just don't know it. Yeah, he's the one who had the pennant stare. He's the one he's who had the, the pennant stare. He's the one who had the crotch rocket. He's yeah. the one that had the chain. I mean, like the the fire chain and shit like that. The one that rolled mm-hmm. up the wall and shit like this. So all the cool shit came from him. Yeah. Fucking when him and Johnny Blaze teamed up, and Johnny Blaze had the shotgun that shot Hellfire. Right, like that—that that was my shit. That was like, oh, I love that shit. That was like, yeah, cool that was right before I stopped reading Marvel. That was one of the last Marvel runs that I, you know, I stopped reading Marvel and started reading Image. But that was one of my, you know, I was all into the ghost. Like that had that glow in the dark Ghost Rider cover, and and, and he uh, had the power in the movie. Yeah, you know, for like a split second where he could turn the gun into Hellfire and shit. So I like, yeah, oh, Johnny yeah. Blaze didn't have any of those powers. That was all Danny Ketch. That was all Danny Ketch, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, this was cool. This was a four out of five, you know. I really enjoyed just the dead, just get it for the Deadpool story. It was funny, you know. So, yeah, and then just a bunch of, you know, whatever. I got that, yeah, that Transformers Ghostbusters was a lot of fun. We talked about that on Comicast. This Darth Vader, uh, Age of Rebellion. It was all right. I kind of got burnt out on Darth Vader because of that Dark Visions run that I read. Mm Mm-hmm. This is just another. It's a fun Darth Vader story. It's Darth Vader doing Darth Vader shit, you know. But it's 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 all right, you know. But yeah, that's. I read a ton of shit because I thought we we're gonna. I wanted to have shit to talk about on Comic Cast, but we didn't really. We only talked about everything about the, but comics. <laughs> books and stuff. Oh, because there was only like two things in my pull list this week, and I was like, oh shit. Well, I better pick up. Rent. I that's why I picked up a bunch of books just to so I could have something to talk about. So. Yeah. Oh, and if you want to hear our review on Canto, go listen to that episode. Cause oh yeah, oh yeah, that we had to, we had to read that. Yeah, Canto. Yeah. I guess like it's the homework. I guess man. it's the I guess it's the biggest shit these days <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> when I looked at Comicsology, it's it's like like when they re- like list uh, books you need to read this week. It's there. It's right there. Yeah, 
for some reason, it's the hot shit these days. <laughs> something, something is corrupt. Something doesn't smell right. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shoot, what, what, what else we got? That's all. I mean, that's all I'll go. I'll go. I'll just go with these. Listen to Comic Cast. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Go, go listen to Comic Cast. We actually had. A, I thought it was a pretty good episode there. So go listen yeah. to, there and see how we interact with with other people outside of our own bubble. You know, because because yeah. Goma likes to stick us in the in the. <laughs> In our own corner by ourselves, you know. <laughs> so now we get to play with the other kids. So yeah. Uh, Damien said, "Listen, this long, this like, share, subscribe. We have other podcasts. We have a uh, like I said, comic cast. Just talked about. We have a sister podcast, Geeks Aff, Goma's favorite podcast on the website. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we have Get Valiant. Sorry, guys, you didn't get invited. Don't take it up with us. Take it up with Gomer. Oh, <laughs> uh, we also have this Geeks and Comics." That's the thing. Like, A.K. David is still there. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm not going to get all that. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> you, you get over with that. You know? uh, we also have Instruments of Destruction. I think that's actually Goma's favorite podcast. <laughs> uh, his Hoodoo, own, yeah. Yeah, Hoodoo, right, his own podcast, yeah. Hoodoo TV. Oh, shit. Next month after July, we'll be back to talking balls again. So, oh, that'll yeah. be fun. Um, and guess what else we got? Uh, that's pretty, oh, next week I guess we're gonna do Spider Man. All Spider Man. With the way they're the talking time. about it, it's gonna be it's gonna be huge. So yeah, we're just gonna just sit aside the podcast and just do just Spider Man. The last Marvel movie of the year, man. What the hell? And- yeah, this is gonna be, it's probably gonna be the last Marvel movie for for a while, at least about like the next twelve months or so. Yeah. You know, I think after Spider Man is done, they're gonna start announcing like their new lineup about what's coming. Uh, they did. I know we should talk about this earlier, but you know they had the Black Widow. They got unreleased footage of it, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. And they're saying they showed footage of Taskmaster. So I think it looks oh, like no shit, shit. But yeah. Oh damn! So Keanu Reeves is not playing Taskmaster. Damn Sorry. it! Sorry. Damn it! <laughs> I think they got the black dude from Moonlight playing uh Taskmaster. That uh, what's his name? Cottonmouth. He was in it, not him. Another, the other guy. Oh. I don't know. Okay. I can't remember the name. I didn't see the movie myself. It's on Amazon Prime, but whatever. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We can go ahead and cut the thing. I think we had it long enough. We we've been podcasting all fucking day. Seems like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's go ahead and cut the stage short. Uh, until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. And we will thwip you next week. Same thwip time. Same thwip town.
Potrzebą 